and welcome to Messing Around Mondays. We're here with the Next Guy podcast. We are so glad you are joining us here today. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and for listening to us. We are the this is the weekend after Thanksgiving. What a tough Monday to be going back to work. Uh, we're recording Sunday night, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've eaten, I've had at least three Thanksgiving dinners, and I had one today, my Ooh. last one, and I'm like, holy cow, I've gained at least like five pounds just over this weekend, almost guaranteed. And so <laughs> we we hope we, we hope we can uh, be a, a nice little boost to your your Monday morning after the holidays. Guys, we only have about a month till Christmas. You guys realize that? I started doing the math uh, up today. We got, including today's episode, just three more mess around Mondays. And then the next one is Christmas Day, Hmm. the next Monday. So from today, it's five weeks until Christmas. And guess what? We'll have an episode that day because how many days off? (laughs) If ever once missed a day. Um, Except for... I recorded last week at my parents' house, and I left my laptop charger there. So uh, I hope I can, if anybody has a really old and outdated (laughs) Apple charger, uh, send it to me in the mail because I need it to edit this podcast (laughs) today. If you're hearing this, I figured it out, but uh, if not, I don't know how how I recorded it, how I edited it before it went out. Uh, did everybody have a good Thanksgiving weekend, everybody? Uh, I had an amazing Thanksgiving weekend. We mm, had our amazing. we had our big Thanksgiving meal yesterday. It was, you know, you know how I feel about Thanksgiving food, but with the McDonald's afterwards. So well documented great. at this point. Yeah, got a couple of McDoubles. They've never let me down once in my whole life. So on a single time, it's winning. It sounds like you're doing Thanksgiving right, Tents. And then Thursday, we didn't do anything. We just sat around, watched football all day. We did – what do we uh, – I don't remember what we made for dinner, but it wasn't it wasn't tacos like I wanted. I think we did mm. – I can't even remember now, but it was good. Whatever, oh, Morgan made a homemade buffalo mac and cheese, and it was fire, actually. <laughs> sounds good. So – well, I wasn't even with Tinsley, but I know one thing that happened. He doesn't know I'm about to say this. One thing that happened at his Thanksgiving was uh, when Dolly Parton came on for the halftime show, he definitely turned the TV off immediately. Uh, she was, you know, we all know now, Tinsley, uh, a hater of Dolly. Uh, she was, she was <laughs> go, Jolene and a couple other songs and was out there and. Uh, it's short shorts that nobody wanted to see. So yeah, no. So I don't hate Dolly Parton. I just don't think she can sing anymore. For clarification here, did you get some hate mail this week? No, surprisingly not. But I feel like all of just the, your wife. Well, yeah, Morgan and daughter. Actually, yes, my daughter did. She was angry. I was listening to the pod when I picked her up from school <laughs> uh, Tuesday, and I fast forwarded it to that part because I knew she'd have something to say about uh, me not liking Dolly Parton. And she was mad. She said, you can't be mean about Dolly. She sends me books in the mail every week. That's true. So That's true, Tins. Had that hmm. going for me. But, think about- but luckily, my dogs did have to go to the bathroom right at the uh, halftime show of the Cowboys game. So I did miss the whole thing. What a shame. Bummer. Bummer. I think it was more successful than her last halftime show, though. 
or her performance at Neyland, at least. <laughs> She's saying we are the champions. Which is tough because um, uh, Georgia then destroyed us. Oh, she's wait. saying we were the champions at, at oh, halftime. She's oh, saying Rocky Cowboy thing. Okay. Sorry. Got my wires yeah, crossed yeah. there. Mm, wanted to rub that in tens. <laughs> I'm a Vols fan too. Mm-hmm. I know you are. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, it's just a harsh reminder. It's true. Uh, we're, so we're recording this on Sunday night, and we're also sweating out the last piece of uh, our parlay. Yes. We really... Uh, by the time you're hearing this, you know whether we won or not, but we really need the Eagles to have a big second half here. Uh, so that's where we're at. Yeah. Just in case you don't listen to Friday's episodes, we are big sports guys. We know ball. Um, we've been that's hit, right. We've been hitting bets all weekend. Now we just need the Eagles to put the cherry on top. Just wrap it up in a bow. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Mason, did you do anything else on Thanksgiving? So we had uh, my family's. We talked about the last episode at Crackle Barrel. went really well. We had we had mm-hmm. no wait time. And then uh, I did some – I had chicken and dumplings, but Jalen took a picture of it and was like, hmm, look at that. That's not your Thanksgiving meal. And then Tinsley said, doesn't look like dressing to me. Well, joke's on you. I had a side of dressing with my chicken and dumplings. I went that route because I knew we were having Thanksgiving meal at Jalen's family that night. Mm, Of course. I want to say that chicken and dumplings was on my Thanksgiving platter. Yes, it was. Yeah. Which, that's the first time I ever had for Thanksgiving chicken and dumplings. Was it fire? Yeah, it was good. Service was great. It's. It really is like if you got nothing going on, like what Tinsley did this last. Like I would. I know he's got two kids. It might be a little difficult with like going out and stuff, but give it a shot. Crackle Barrel. I had to work on Friday. Pain doesn't take a day off. So we a physical therapy clinic. We we had to work and then just chilled and kind of hung out. We took the dog to the dog park. Pretty day yesterday. Thanos ran around. Uh, that was about it. So we've kind of just today is a Zach was talking about it being tough going back to work on Monday. It has been a lay around type of weather with it being very it has been, yeah. uh, cold and gloomy and cold here. Agree. Hard agree. Well, today we uh we are going to be getting into a little bit of Christmas content in the next couple of weeks. You know us, we love our holiday content. We're, we're going to try and uh, bridge the gap here today and stay away from Christmas. I, officially, I, I have allowed myself to start listening to Christmas music. Uh, <laughs> I know that was another hotly contested topic. You know, I'm going to just say it out right now. Whenever I turned that first Christmas song on, on Friday, it felt good. You know, I'd waited for it, and it felt like it really hits whenever you feel like you've earned you know, you've like you earned you've it. the time. So there's my take. It was it was very nice. Uh, but we'll we'll probably do a Christmas music draft at some point. We're we're not there yet, but we will get there. Uh, okay. Do we have some uh, press releases, everybody? Yeah, I got a press release to kick us off. All right, Mason, hit it. Yes. So, um, 
we were i know we're taking a break from like some holiday drafts and stuff but i do have a holiday topic and that is i was curious to know like i was like i wonder because i felt so black friday shopping has changed a lot we already talked about this in previous episodes but Mm -hmm. um, we needed something uh like an ingredient on thanksgiving day we were like oh let's stop by walmart completely forgot they were closed the dollar general was actually open i was like oh yeah walmart's like closed on thanksgiving that's crazy and black friday's kind of like changed how they do things so i was curious to see how much online shopping has changed how we do shopping u.s consumers uh with online shopping is uh evident with a 93 percent of holiday shoppers at least buying one item of gifts online including about half 47 percent who will buy all or most of their gifts online so wow that's great yeah so when you think online shopping what uh what do you think of you think of amazon so I was curious about how much Amazon makes just during the holiday season. Amazon forecast holiday quarter for this year revenue is ranged from actually I want to I want you all to guess. Take a guess. Wait, what am I guessing? Like how much revenue they'll make during the holiday season. Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Ooh. I'm going to go 1 billion, Bob. I'm going to go 5 billion. A hundred and sixty billion sixty-seven billion. It's like total sales. Total sales. Oh. Last holiday quarter was a hundred and forty-nine billion. So they're just and you have to deliver all those boxes. Yeah, so yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say as a UPS worker, uh we do so the day after Thanksgiving we go in, it's a holiday, so we get we get compensated extra for it but we do now start working six days a week uh drivers and package handlers i I do preload early in the mornings we'll start going in at like 2 a.m and all that fun fun stuff six days a week so be nice to your ups drivers be nice to your ups preloaders if you know one we're sleep deprived and running on energy drinks and they're not making the 50 dollars an hour you hear about ups drivers out there yeah, we only <laughs> package handlers. We only make twenty three an hour. Dang. Inside scoop over here, man. Yeah, let's reveal some more stuff on the pod, then. Oh, <laughs> UPS God. Insider. Oh, ah, nope. <laughs> so we could go viral. That would be awesome. I I could get fired. So when you think of Amazon, who do you think of? Say it together, everybody. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Uncle B. All together, Uncle B. Um, I wish he was my uncle. How much? Because why, Zach? Because he makes a lot of money. Correct. How much money do you think he makes in an hour? (laughs) We're going to do this again. Everybody, yes. This is going to make you sick. Half a million dollars an hour. $1.2 million. $1.43 million. Oh, pretty close. (laughs) I would love to just make that in my lifetime, and he makes that in one hour. 
the hour that we did this podcast, he's going to be making $1.43 million. <laughs> We're providing content to the world. What is he doing? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my yeah. press release. Isn't that crazy? How uh, it's, it's changed a lot. Uh, I did So the whole Walmart thing, because we asked one of the workers, I think we may have talked about this. 2020 was when they changed how they did things. Hmm. Uh, and a lot of it, I, I saw some research. They, because of the amount of trampling, people getting hurt, people getting in fights. That's why they changed it to this. Yeah. And so, and it's a whole lot easier now. I feel like for people, but I uh, bots have kind of chilled out. They used to have the bots a lot. I think they kind of chilled out. I still use them to win my uh, to win my drafts. But it's true. He does. Go ahead, Tins. I was going to say, I went into Walmart Friday, not thinking. So I got off work um, and my other, I, I work two part-time jobs. I work at a restaurant here in town too. We were open for some reason on Black Friday. Uh, like Mason's boss said, pain doesn't take a day off. Well, people don't take a day off from eating burritos. I work at a place called Blue Coast Burrito. <laughs> I'm the cook. Uh, people were coming in. They were already tired of Thanksgiving leftovers. We were slammed all the day long which was surprising so i got off there went to walmart i just wanted some snacks for the weekend i didn't think anything about black friday and uh it really wasn't that bad there weren't like you know mm-hmm. how like, we used to go in the walmart and there'd be like stations all over walmart even the next day it'd be like this is the thing that's for sale and it'd be like all the dvds yeah. or, or like when we were a country yeah tupperware Tupperware uh, sets and cook sets and TV stations, mm. you know, um, ah, the good old days, nothing. It was just a normal Walmart. You would go to the garden aisle area with your phone. If you had a black Friday purchase and you'd be like, Hey, this is what I bought on the app and then give it to you. So that's how, yeah. that's how the cookful one was, which was, I don't know. It was just weird to me. That that's how we're doing black Friday. Now I miss the days of mm. rummaging through, all the deals. Me yeah. too. You should get like a paper map. Sorry, Tenzin. Yeah, the paper map. And you got like a paper map that told you. And things were never where it made sense. Like the yep. DVDs were like in the deli section. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like in the like, like gardening <laughs> stuff. It was like it's true. Like it never made sense why they put, put all that there. But they had this map that was like hard to read and everybody's like looking at it. And you had to be so strategic about and it's just yeah, it's and, not a thing anymore. And as a group of you know, it'd always be like us three and our significant others, and then we've and then like three of our other friends and theirs too. And we've got a squad of like 12, 14 people trying to all run around Walmart together. That's uh, true. Find stuff. Find yeah. stuff. Squad up. And then we'd be like, well, what's the fastest way of checking out? Because you know, some people would be like, oh, it's faster back here in the electronics or. Oh no, it's faster if you just wait in line up here. So we divide and conquer no, a lot of times. Like Twenty five people long. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just very nostalgic mm. that it's not probably ever yeah. gonna be that way again. Our kids will never know that. They'll never know Black the times, Friday. the war times of Black Friday. They'll be trying to beat people on clicking on like the internet on websites. Yep, pretty much. First fifteen people to put this in your cart get it for seventy five percent off. 
Hold on. The last memory I have was us convincing Zach to buy an Xbox that stressed him out. And then he gets to the front and it didn't even have like where you put the, the games in. And he, yeah. He had games like with him. It was a digital only <laughs> Xbox. It's <laughs> fine. I still use it. I use it today. Uh, uh, that did happen. Yep. Uh, <laughs> true. True facts. <laughs> Uh, okay. Your turn. All right. So um, I have a should I watch that segment. I'm going to push it to the back of press release um, before we get there. Um, I am going to – I have another thing I'm going to talk about a little bit. Uh, there – so as we as we know, there have been – there's uh, the people at Marvel have had a kind of tumultuous time. There's There's been some pretty bad stuff out there. Um, the Marvels dropped and it was pretty mediocre overall. Not great uh, from what I've heard. I've not actually watched it yet. So don't tell me that's not my show. I watched that. I've not watched the movie, but I've just heard it's not very good. But there's been some rumors that Sam Raimi, who kind of famously directed the Spider-Man movies. He was the director of Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Uh, with Those are the original ones has been rumored to direct both Avengers, the King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars, which I think for a lot of people kind of elevates the status of those a decent bit. Um, especially, there's been increasing rumors about uh, Fantastic forecasting potential. There's been a lot of names swirling around. Uh, some really interesting names, actually. Uh, the top name being... Um, Oh shoot! I'm blanking on it. Um, the guy from Mandalorian. Guy from Mandalorian. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Pedro Pascal uh, as Mister Fantastic. Do we, do we have any opinions on that, Tins Mason? Sorry, Morgan just came in here and asked me a question. I'm trying to go mute. Uh, That's okay. We're good now. I'll take over. We're good now. Go ahead. I liked him in Mandalorian, and what? Uh, what's? I'm also blanking. We're doing really well on this. The he was in the zombie apocalypse. The Last movie. of Us. Yep. Yeah. Um, so no, it's a good. I think it would be a good call. He's actually way back. He was. Uh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's also back in Narcos as kind of one of his original roles. But um, he has been. He's kind of been typecast as this like father figure. Like in Mandalorian and The Last of Us, uh, in a couple of different ways, and so uh, I really like him as an actor. I would never have picked him for uh, this role in Mister Fantastic, but I think it's a pretty cool one. Uh, so there's a lot of really exciting news in the Marvel front. Um, I think that they know people are a little frustrated with some of the stuff that's been happening nowadays, and with the whole Jonathan Majors kind of fiasco that's going on there. But Loki was very good. And I think if this new Deadpool movie is good uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Wolverine in it, uh, you know, I think that I think they could be on the on the up and up coming around. So uh, just be on the lookout there. I think there are some big properties coming out soon on the horizon, even though it's been rough going as of late. John Krasinski was rumored for the longest, right? And yeah, he was like the fan cast, and so that he was. He was cast as that in the uh, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange movie, yeah. which Sam Raimi also directed, by the way. Um, and it kind of went okay. 
but I think a lot of people wanted someone a little bit different, someone, I don't know, with a little bit more. I like John Krasinski, but a lot of people when they saw him just kind of were unimpressed a little bit. Maybe it was because the movie was kind of mediocre overall. Yeah. But uh, I think it could be good. So here's my press release. Yeah, I I, I kind of wished for him to get it, John Krasinski, but I think he's at a point in his career where he's probably going to pass on the whole superhero um, genre. I know he was a front runner for Captain America. Um, when it ultimately went to Chris Evans. Uh, yeah, bummer. I, I wish he would have been involved in the Marvel, uh, like whole Marvel universe early on in his career. I don't think he'll want to yeah. do it now. Um, but I don't know. I I like the Fantastic Four. I like the original one. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Not the remake. Yeah, the remake, not so much. I've, I've, never, I've never even seen it. I think I've seen uh, maybe 30 minutes of it on TV. Like, you know how they'll do like FX yeah. will have a movie on for some reason. And I popped it on and I was like, oh, I see why everyone hated this. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It'd be. Yeah. I'm excited to see like a big budget kind of Marvel feature. I think it could be very good if they do it right. So. That would be highly interesting. Maybe, and maybe that's the only thing that can pull Marvel out of the slump it's in is like if we actually get some X-Men, some Fantastic Four action. Yeah, I think they need to go back to their roots of big blockbuster type movie. Let's, I, I don't think the TV series have done them like any yeah. good. Because a lot of times the way I feel about the TV series so far is it could have just been a movie instead of dragging this out for like eight nine episodes of some of these um you could have just made a very good movie and done a better job storytelling so it's kind of dragging it out where it doesn't need to be at certain points now I've, i'm about two episodes in the loki right now and it's been really good so far i'd say it's the exception i I'd, I'd say loki is probably the exception wandavision i was a fan of i know it kind of yeah well, i've heard mixed reviews from people where some people really love it some people Thought it wasn't that. It great. came out during COVID when there was like essentially nothing else happening in the world. Yeah, so that was definitely to its benefit. Right. Uh, I will say that it's really interesting. This last thing we can say about it, and then we can move on. But I know that it's really interesting that the Star Wars has done very well with their uh, TV show properties. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them like Mandalorian has been extraordinarily successful. And then Andor, which just got a second season announced, I think for 2024 also has been very good. And Ahsoka was good. There's been a lot of really good stuff happening there. Um, whereas Marvel's kind of the opposite. Their TV show franchises have just not been as, as popular. So pretty interesting um, situation there. I think there are a couple of big, Star Wars movies coming up soon. Yeah. There hasn't been one in a while. And they've kind of been throwing all their stuff into these big properties that are TV shows now, like Mandalorian, which has been maybe the most successful thing Disney Plus has done Ever. like overall, like total in total. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like the Star Wars, the Star Wars TV series have really set them up for their, where they're heading in their universe for like movies and everything. I mean, there's now the, all mm-hmm. the rumors of, now we're going to get a Clones War, Clone Wars like live action series with uh, Hayden Christensen coming back. I think that would be awesome. Uh, he's really kind of very well. I think he's repaired his image with the Star Wars fans quite a bit. With his, he was awesome in Ahsoka. I think 
Um, I agree. Yeah. And then Mandalorian and Ahsoka have really kind of set up for this, this next star Wars franchise movie series. That's going to be very fun. Um, yeah. They've been cooking over there in that yeah. kind of realm of a good bit. The star Wars department is, is running circles around Marvel right now, I think, which they is really, hard to do really because cause star Wars fans love to just hate everything. I feel mm-hmm. like at least on social media, they're very quick to just cast everything down as terrible. But so far, everything they've done in the last couple of years, ever since the Skywalker saga ended, has been like received very well. Yeah, they were like, what do people like? They liked Rogue One, was very well liked, so they made Andor. Yep. And they said people love the Clone Wars stuff. And so they were like, oh, let's spin off that some. Yep. And bingo, bango, bongo. We got some hit TV shows. Who knew it was that easy? Who knew? All right, and I do have. I'll I'll, I'll do my uh, what to watch, or should I watch that after yeah. Tins's uh, press release segment here? All right, my press release is. Uh, we're going back old school here, everybody. Um, mm. if, you're, if you're new to the podcast, you might not know that your boys here. We love fast food. Um, we love to eat. <laughs> it's one of our favorite things. I'm shocked. Uh, I feel like for a stretch there, our press release, at least one of us, we're talking about a new food being released from a fast food place. Uh, guilty as charged there. It's mostly mine. Could be. Could my, be. <laughs> I think my Twitter algorithm is nothing but sports, sports betting, and food. Um, but that's how I live my life. Yeah, that's how I live my life. Um, What's the problem? I see no problems. Uh, so... To keep it back on brand, Chick-fil-A has announced that they have brought back their holiday season uh, milkshake, the Mm -hmm. peppermint milkshake. Now, I am a big, like, mint chocolate, peppermint mocha fan. What I don't like is this milkshake. I like pretty much anything that Chick-fil-A comes out with. I've really changed my mind on Chick-fil-A in the last year or so where I really like Chick-fil-A now, uh, go out of my way to eat it. But this milkshake, I don't know. I don't like the, the it's candy cane blended in a milkshake and I'm just not about it. I think it's the worst holiday shake they have the worst seasonal item that they've ever bring back to Chick-fil-A. I could do without it. So I don't think I'm going to get one. Wow. Not one the whole season, huh? No. You're boycotting it? I think I'm boycotting it. I think I'd rather go to like a cookout and get an eggnog shake. Um, Ooh, I was just going to bring this up. Yeah. I have a hot take for everybody. Let's hear it. I had some eggnog today from Weigel's. Ooh. Weigel's sells some eggnog. I was in there. I was like, ooh, you know what? It's past Thanksgiving. It's time. TikTok Christmas time. So I went and bought some eggnog. <sighs> so good. I think growing up as a kid, you you think eggnog is gross. And so it's like one yeah. of those things that you don't try until you become a brave adult. And I, I really, <laughs> I'm with you. I like eggnog. I like eggnog mixed in with stuff, though. I don't like it straight up. I know you hmm. you can drink it by itself. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, but I prefer it like in a milkshake form or something like that. Yeah, I do like the, I do like the, the, the milkshake from Cookout. Very yeah. good. What is eggnog? Is it like a custard egg thing? It's very custardy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's what it is. I just don't know what it's made. It's got like some spices in it. Like it's like a 
cinnamon egg or uh, nutmeg. Uh, a lot of nutmeg, time nutmeg. nutmeg. Yeah, some nutmeg, some cinnamon. Uh, that makes it good. Yeah. Maybe mix in some some chocolate. Mm. Never know. I might try that. Could, Could be, good. be. But yeah, <laughs> I've never actually really looked up what eggnog is. Because I'm sure. Who knows? I think it's a mystery to everybody. Gross me out a little bit. I don't think anyone knows. Uh, yeah. Do you want to know? Because I know it. Mm, I don't know. Go ahead. I was just say because I used to work at Cookout as a general manager, and this time of year, people go crazy for the eggnog milkshake, and all it is is their ice cream mix, and you dump in uh, one fourth cup of eggnog mi- mix they they have you go buy from Kroger. That's all it is. <laughs> Sorry to sorry to call you out there, cookout, but I didn't sign the NDA when I left. Um, so. Dang, he's tearing the place down. No, never tearing down. I love cookout. I think it's a top tier fast food restaurant. Wow. So ingredients in eggnog: six large egg yolks, half a cup of granulated sugar, one cup of heavy whipping cream, two cups of milk, one teaspoon of ground nutmeg, garlic tins, a pinch of salt. One fourth teaspoon of vanilla extract, ground cinnamon. That's it. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Who would have known? Eggs and eggnog, huh? Who would have known? I am, for what I'm shocked. I wonder uh, if Chick fil A would ever do an eggnog milkshake. I, for one, think they're a coward for not having it already. Yeah, you gotta try it at least once, Chick fil A. What are Step- we doing here? So that was mine. I don't like the peppermint milkshake, even though I do like peppermint stuff. Mm, peppermint stuff, just not milkshakes. At least not for right, Chick-fil-A. Because they just blend up a candy cane. That's all it is. I think candy canes suck. I think that's what I'm getting to. Just don't like candy canes. You get peppermint a bonus segment of story history with Mason about eggnog. Ooh. Ooh. This. Little thing here that's pay for this extra. (laughs) All right, throughout Canada, the United States, and some European countries, eggnog is traditionally consumed over the Christmas season from late October until the end of the holiday season. A variety called Ponche Crema has been made to consume uh, and consumed in Venezuela and Trinidad. Uh, since the 1900s, also as part of the Christmas season. During that time, commercially prepared eggnog is sold in grocery stores in these countries. Eggnog mm-hmm. is also homemade use, uh, using milk, egg, sugar, flavorings like we talked about. While eggnog is often served chilled, in some cases it is warmed. Huh, who would have known? Hmm. Eggnog or eggnog flavoring may also be added, added to your drinks, such as coffee an eggnog latte espresso drink uh, or desserts such as egg custard pudding. (laughs) The origins, etymology, and the ingredients used to make original eggnog drinks are debated according to the Oxford English Dictionary. We had to go back to the dictionary for this one. Nog was a, uh, in quotations, a kind of strong beer brewed in the East Anglia. There's no way I pronounced that correctly. No. The first known uh, use of the word nog was in 19 or 1693. 
alternative, alternatively, nog may stem from noggin, the Middle English term for a small carved wooden mug used to serve alcohol. Hmm. <clears throat> Posset, a curdled beverage of milk or either wine or ale, was a popular beverage in British, or sorry, Britain, that may have been precursor to eggnog. How are we doing? <laughs> I think you're okay with whatever that last word was. Yeah. Last time. That one got you bad. <laughs> Some monks would add eggs and figs to posset. I sound like a cuss word, but it's not. Uh, watch us watch look this up and it's a cuss word. Uh, however, the Brit- British drink was also called egg flip from the practice of flipping, rapidly pouring the mixture between two picture pitchers to mix it. One dictionary lists the words eggnog as beginning an Americanism invented in the 1796 to 1775. Wow. There's a lot more, but yeah. I don't think everybody needs to know that much about eggnog. That's probably the extent. That was great. <laughs> I learned a lot. With Mason. Thank you. Wow. Don't say you didn't learn anything from the next guy podcast. That's right. Kicking off what you need on a, after a long holiday weekend. You're driving to work Monday morning. You need to learn about eggnog. Put <laughs> you through your day. With sure tins. Uh, okay. So great press releases, everybody. I've I've got a um. Should I watch that segment? A, a show that I've really been enjoying is one of the more popular. This actually came out originally during COVID time, and it's been very popular. It's called. It's a TV show called Invincible. Are you all familiar? Yeah, I at know, all? I know what it is. I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone. If you're worried, if you're planning on watching it, I'm not planning to spoil anything. My my uh, idea for this segment is I'm just giving you my opinion on if it's good or not. Uh, maybe a little bit of opinions on some of the content uh, warnings. And if you're sensitive to certain things, just saying, hey, you might want to not watch this if you were worried about violence. Because... Boy, is this maybe the most violent show I've ever seen, ever. Uh, so, this show is about superheroes at its core. It's about a superhero dad and son. Uh, the son's name is Invincible. The dad's name is Omni-Man. They just got added to Fortnite, by the way. Oh. Uh, pretty cool skins. But So, it's about these two characters and their journey. Uh, a lot of stuff happens. I'm not going to spoil anything, but... They just got to so the second season just started a few weeks ago. This season was spread in two parts, a first half and a second half. The first half just ended with with this week's episode or it came out last Thursday and it's not coming back till January. So you have some time if you want to catch up. There's only eight episodes in the first season, four in the second so far. So you're only 12 episodes out to catch up all of it. And they're not that long. Um, I will say some con. So before we get to content warnings here, let's do um, – the cast is pretty uh, stellar. The voice act work is, is great. So we have Stephen Yoon of Walking Dead fame is the main character. J.K. Simmons of a lot of different fames. The thing I know him most of is uh, from the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> he is uh he he's been in a jillion of them and has played uh J. Jonah Jameson. But he's also in Whiplash. Uh he's been in a lot of stuff, but he's a very good actor. Uh he plays Omni Man. We have Sandra O oh is playing Omni Man's wife. Walton Goggins of Justified Fame uh plays a character. Uh and then if you just go down, uh Jason Manzukis uh, who's been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a bunch of stuff. He is a, a, a big character in it. Uh, and so there, there's a ton of voice actors who do some great work. So overall, it's a really fun show. Seth Rogen is in this newest season. He plays an alien. He's also one of the um, showrunners, I think. He's at least an executive producer. So the let's say if you are wanting to watch this and you're not sure if it's for you, let's say that. Um, there is a lot of language and a lot of violence. I would not say this is a children's show. It's animated. Maybe I didn't say that before. It's an animated show, but it is not for children under any circumstances. I would say they would be, it's very graphic uh, with violence. There's not a lot of like, uh, not a lot of sexual content, but there is a lot of violence and a lot of uh, language. So there's your content warning for you. Overall, I really enjoy the show. I think it's good. I think if you like superhero movies and things like that, um, don't get turned off because it's animated. Uh, I think it's a really good thing to turn into. So there you go. Should I watch that? The answer is yes. You should watch Invincible. From what I've seen, it's very popular. It's, it's definitely uh, got a lot of violence and stuff in it. I I want to get into it, but I just have a very hard time with anything animated for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I even try to go back and watch Pokemon from, from my heydays of life. And I just mm-hmm. can't can't get into it. I don't know why. But if you're it, if you're, I have a hard time with yeah, I have a hard time with Clone Wars sometimes for that reason. Yeah, same thing. I think I like Invincible because it's really high quality. Like I said, I, I think a lot of it is the voice work is very good, and it, it allows them to do a lot of stuff they couldn't do in real life. Like some of the gore and some of the violence, they could not have pulled off in live action. Yeah. Like it's that significant where it only works if it's fake because it was pretty devastating. So I let him do a lot of like really gruesome stuff, which is kind of just fun sometimes if you're psycho. (laughs) I do have, (laughs) you you said that, so their skins are available in Fortnite. I have a, I have a Fortnite thing real fast. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So we've had the the OG map, and they've been playing back mm-hmm. all the all the old seasons up until like I guess where they're at now. Um, every week, I don't know. I haven't been keeping. I haven't been playing as much as I'd like to. I've played a few times, but yeah. So apparently, December fifth is the last day for the OG map, and then after that, Fortnite has a huge. There's a lot of weird rumors going on that the lobbies are now going to be like 300 players because they're combining every map ever made for Fortnite. Uh, games are going to take a really long time. Uh, so, so I don't know if that's true. It's just one rumor I saw. But to celebrate them bringing back the OG map, this is apparently the last time we're ever going to see it, uh, mm. December 5th, and it's it's trying to circulate all over social media that it's a ceasefire day. Uh, so if you play Fortnite, don't shoot each other uh, or anything. No, no trying to win. You just go around, run around and, and uh, enjoy the map for the last time. 
Wow. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I'm going to hop on that day and see. It's like in the Civil War when they would like celebrate Christmas with each other. Right. Exactly. That's the same idea. Hmm. So no, no battle uh, royale. Really I've have, have played a few times this weekend as well, and I've had some free time, and uh, it is fun. Uh, there's a big countdown clock, like Tim said, though, uh, on the map, so counting down to that day. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. There you go. We're a Fortnite podcast now. Apparently. <laughs> All your Fortnite news so, right here. <laughs> come, come to us, Mason. Yeah, I have a uh, bonus. Uh, should I watch that? But I'm asking you guys because I have not watched it. Oh, you're asking the question, should I watch that? Yeah, should I watch that? Um, so we were scrolling through Netflix and the number one on the rating for Netflix was Squid Games The Challenge. And I don't know if either of you have seen oh, yeah. heard. I was curious of the rating. So 4.7 on IMBD, 42 Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and this other ranking, it's a 2.1. I don't know what Common Sense is ranking, but 2.1. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. I've seen it. I, I do probably will watch it. I've not watched it yet. I did watch Squid Games when it first came out. I, I did enjoy it. I've not watched this show yet, though. It does look interesting. I think they're actually giving away like four and a half million dollars. Yeah, that's what it is. Four and a half million. That's a lot. <laughs> if you think of any other games, money. You know, they're, they're all like a half a million or a million. Like Survivor's yeah. like one of the ones that give out the most, which is a million. But I thought that was wild. Uh, how, many contest- what it, how many contestants? Is it? It's like 700. It's a lot. I think it was 456 contestants. Oh, okay. And it was like, actually, I think in the show it was 456,000, whatever type of money. But it was like each contestant was worth like $1,000 basically. So everyone that got eliminated, it was like an extra $1,000 that contributed to the pot. Yeah. So um, it's 4.56 million. So it's probably the same idea of everyone's ten worth ten thousand dollars. Hmm. So for anybody right. that doesn't know, it's a challenge. It's a actual <laughs> challenge with people that are competing for that money. That is basically the exact thing as what you saw in Squid Games in the show, like the Netflix show, popular Netflix show. Tinsley, any interest? Uh, I've seen a lot of ads and stuff pop up for it on Netflix. I will say it's not going to be something I watch until after football season. Uh, yeah. On the back burner. I got a lot of stokes in the fire right now and uh, the hunger, uh, <laughs> not hunger games. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the squid games is not one right now. <laughs> I can try to commit to. Let me tell you something about the hunger games for Mason. We had a conversation. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> Go ahead. This Do one, it. I'll ramp it back up. I'll we had a conversation while we were. So we could just wrap up. We can make this last thing we talk about. Um, while we were all together over the weekend, uh, the new Hunger Games movie is out. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's gotten some mixed reviews. I've heard it's not bad from a lot of people, but some people say it's not very good. So I've not watched that either. If I do, I will update you. With, should I watch that? But um, Mason had a couple of takes about the Hunger Games movies. Uh, Mason, can you can you give your take to the class? 
Yeah, so the Songbird uh, and Snakes m- movie, I thought it was showing the uh, like how the game started. That is not the yep. case. It, it's actually President Snow. Uh, but I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they just every single year or even did a series, uh, but did a movie each year of the Hunger Games from start to where it ended? Mm. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of backlash from Tinsley and Zach, mostly making fun of it. Wasn't like, but I was like, well, you get to learn about Hamish's story and where he came from, why he was an alcoholic in the you know the Hunger Games with Katniss Everdeen. And you get to figure all this out. It'd be you know riveting stuff. I'd watch it every riveting. single time because yeah. it would be like action packed. But what if you're all like laughing in front of? Go ahead. We gotta we gotta recreate a little bit. You were just it was just the fact that you like wanted to see why the Hunger Games started and were interested in that. And it's like it started. It's the rich people want to see all the these people these kids kill each other. Why do you why do you want that to be? Yeah, the premise is the government is in charge, and to make everyone know, we're gonna have all these children murder each other on TV. And Mason wanted to see. And Mason the was like, "I want to see some more of that content." <laughs> you know what content I want? I want to see kids murdering each other. Because the last time we saw the Hunger Games, uh, Katniss ends all of that and and freeze. That's the whole free. point of the first Hunger Games. Is like, guys, we don't have to do and this anymore. And Mason's like, "No, I want to see it from the beginning. Let's go back to when it was in its heyday." Of- I want to see Hamish murder all the kids. Okay, this yeah. sounds bad. I think. Okay, that's yeah, a bad take. The Catching Fire was my Not a good favorite, thing. and it's because they were all adults. And I guess for some reason, I had that embedded in my head a little bit. The, the whole kids. You want to see adults murder each other for fun? <laughs> for show? What Squid Games? And you As a show of. Well, they're not kind of. They're not really murder. They're fighting till the end. But <laughs> you know what I mean. There's things where there's like games and stuff. There's murdering, and you're like, oh, I'll watch that. Mason would have been a great Roman Empire like guy. Yeah, you would love. Dude, I love He's the gladiator games. Yeah. <laughs> he loves. The, he said the capital is in charge. You know what we need more of? Ch- child murders. Mason loves that we watch. big government. He said, I wish the government had more control. <laughs> not supporting any of it. It happened. Might as well make movies about it. <laughs> celebrating it. It'd be a money grab, I feel like, but... I'm not celebrating it. No, it's a money grab, everybody. <laughs> he said, what about the hundreds of years? Why can't we get one for all of those years? <laughs> Kids murdering each other so one is alive still. I just meant like just show like the backgrounds of some of the other victors. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. All he wants. Because they had like uh, shown the strongest child. Them, like in a, a desert arena or whatever. Mm-hmm. We didn't get mm-hmm. just wants to see all the new arenas. Your other, your other, the ground. Your other take was like, I really want to know, like, why did Hamage end up being like an alcoholic? Like, what happened to him? I don't know. Maybe because he killed like thirteen of thirteen people. He he was forced by the government to murder people, (laughs) or he would be murdered. You don't think that guy's got a couple vices, but he's got an excuse for liking the drink a little bit. And you wonder why. That's a bad take, I guess. <laughs> there you go, folks. There you have it. Uh, Star Wars and their five billion movies, and I was just coming up with you know, another <laughs> franchise. More sequels. <laughs> More sequels. 
<laughs> it does check out. He is a big Maze Runners fan too. So yeah. Mason likes seeing children put to challenging yeah. situations or die. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad when you put it like that. I'm gonna be getting yep. you're, just because you're getting hate mail about Dolly doesn't mean that you have to portray me to get Oh, this isn't me distracting. I didn't get anything about Dolly Parton because I said what everybody's thinking. She can't sing anymore. The only person that's mad at me is my daughter. No one's thinking, which is <laughs> let's see, 250 years of games. That we... <laughs> yeah. Got you there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Got him. Uh, all right. All the action, okay? Just give me action. He just wants, he just wants some, some killings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we can actually <clears throat> we have I have one more thing we can wrap up with. Um, this was my trivia for the day. Tins Mason, are you ready? I'm ready. Always ready. It's, it kind of wraps up with this conversation a little bit. Uh, it's a little early, but <clears throat> I'm looking at 2023 box office numbers for the year. I just want to see if we can name some of the top ten movies. It's pretty interesting to see where it all shakes out. Uh, we were talking about before the pod how uh, the Wish movie. From uh, from Disney, uh, wasn't doing very good numbers. Um, it actually was doing pretty bad numbers. But um, there's been some pretty big movies this year as well. So uh, I was just going to talk through it and see if you guys could guess some of the top 10 uh, grossing movies of the year. All right, let's get it. Do you have any guesses? Uh, the new Avatar movie? The new Avatar movie is actually number... Might not have been this year. I don't Ooh, know. It came out December of last year. Ah, uh, okay. So its numbers are a little bit wonky, actually. Okay. Um, it only it says it only grossed two hundred eighty-three million. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that number is actually much larger than that. <laughs> actually, yeah. it doesn't say it is. Uh, I don't think it did like anywhere near the first one. It says six hundred eighty-four million total gross. Huh. Okay. Which is still pretty big. So, yeah. All right. Well, then, shoot. Okay. Anybody else? Um, Some obvious ones. Movies. Oh, yeah, obvious ones as well. Go ahead, Ten. I was just say obvious Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Barbie's number one, 636 million. Oppenheimer's number five, 325 million. So there's three more movies between Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um. It was in. Um, I don't we just talked about Hunger Games, was it? No, no. They're all movies that you recognize. Like it's not been a to me a big movie year. Nothing I can really see. Think I didn't of. think there. I mean, there's not been any billion dollar movies, but there's been a lot in that like three hundred million dollar range. Did we have a big Marvel movie this year? No. Uh, we did. Mm, yes, two of them are actually Marvel movies, and that. Oh, not the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians Guard- of the Galaxy number four, three hundred fifty-eight million. And then Thor, Thor. Yeah. No, Thor was not this year. Wasn't there another no. Spidey verse? Uh, there was, in fact, Mason. Very good. Spider-Man. Number three, Across the Spider Verse. Yep. Those do really very good movie. for some reason. Like- they're good. They're on. It's because I like it. It was very good. Yeah, it just came on streaming. I think actually. Yeah. yeah it's very good. 
I was going to say the Fast and Furious movie. Uh, it actually is on the list somewhere. Um, 17. Yeah, greatest. Okay, any other guesses at number two? <sighs> no, I don't have one. Elementals? I don't know. Um, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, $574 million. Dang. Number six, Little Mermaid. Number eight is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Number nine, John Wick. Oh my! Number ten, Sound of Freedom. That was like a movie that came out of nowhere a little bit. Number eleven, Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour. All right. Fun fact. Number twelve, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which drops on Disney Plus in December first. I'm gonna watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I'll do a should I watch that on it. Net worth, like how much they spent to make it compared to how much it cost. I'll uh-huh. look that list up because it literally cost them just camera guys to go out on the concert to d- film. And she got number Correct. 11 where you're talking about like, I know Avatar was last year, but those yeah. tons of money. Tons. You're talking about like budget versus. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, it's probably, it might be number one on the year. You're right. Probably most bang for a buck on that. Or Sound of Freedom may be up there too. That was kind of like an independent film that blew up. Yeah. I spent like a couple thousand dollars on camera guys to run out there. A couple thousand is pretty low, probably. <laughs> Mason's like, they probably paid about a hundred bucks to go film it. Just edit it on yeah. iMovie to put it out there in the theaters. <laughs> um, yeah. Marvel's is pretty low. Blue Beetle's pretty low. Uh, there were definitely some Nuts. cocaine bear, 64 million, hey, 38 cocaine bear, baby, big stuff. <laughs> hmm. uh, yep. Uh, that's, that's a pod folks. Good work, everybody. We feel good. Anybody else have any thoughts? Oh, great. About to go smash a red bear and pizza. All right. Go Eagles. Go uh, Eagles. This game is getting tight. We're going to watch the rest of it. See if our parlay hits uh, in the meantime. Check out, uh, check back on Friday. See if we want to hit our parlay or not. Uh, the boys are getting pretty hot gambling. Tens is making money hand over fist. Uh, he's about to quit his job, is what I heard, and become full time. There's rumors uh, swirling. There's rumors about it, yeah. Uh, so make sure you check in because there's big stuff happening. Conference championships are this week for uh, college football, so it's, it's big time. We might give a little bit of details about our. Uh, our parlay that we have cooking up over there too. Uh, if you check in on Friday's pod. So uh, that's the episode. We hope you guys have a great week back from Thanksgiving. We will see you on Friday.